Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVIC coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your VIC card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVIC coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVIC and Harris Teeter fuel points. This is Trevor Sternad from the Black Dahlia Murder here, and you're listening to the Ever Black Podcast. Hey, human scum, this is odorous from Guam. Going to battle fear factory. This is George Corps, Commander Fisher. This is Gatsby Double Drop. This is Wade from Our Last Enemy. Mike Smith from Cool Power Tennessee. He is at Wednesday 13. This is Zeus Andrew Rex from Club Devil Hill. This is Gary Bruce from Simple Tour, and you're listening to Ever Black Podcast. All right, before we go into this episode, we just need to give a shout-out to our show supporters, the brutal occult clothing brand Electric Witch, who have amazing apparel from shirts to hoodies to hats to beanies and more. Check out their full range at electricwitch.com.au and put in the code EVERBLACK for 20% off your order. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review the EVERBLACK podcast through Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and Facebook, and check out all our articles at everblackmedia.com. All right, on with the show. Well, Barney, thank you so much for joining us on the show, mate. Uh, the new sure. Napalm Death album, the, now see if I've got this right, Throws of Joy in the Jaws of Defeatism. Is yes, you do. Point. You had to rhythm it out then because I, I know you were I struggling do. with it. Right, just <laughs> myself. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's out on September 18, which is this week, of course. And man, I think this is one of the best damn albums that you guys have, have done yet. It's, uh, thank you, it, man. It's, it's very kind. You know, even this far into the career, man, like you, you guys have got the fire and it's fresh and, you know, yeah, I mean, how are you feeling about it? Yeah, great. I mean, you know, Apex was a similar feeling, you know, um, you, I mean, we are, we're a very spontaneous band, you know, we, we, we always try and approach things that way. So try not to worry about pressures of making an album, you know, those expectations, you know, about how it will be received. But it is difficult to get that thing out the back of your head where you kind of go to yourself, you know, God, I hope hope people like it as much as the last album, you know. So you're always a little bit concerned in the back of your mind. But I was getting, I was getting, personally speaking, I was getting good feelings about this album, um, you know, around the same time I was when Apex came out. So it's, you know, it, it feels pretty positive. The feedback so far has been along the same lines of Apex to where, to be honest, there wasn't that much negativity about it, if any at all, you know. And so it seems as if it's going that way again, you know. So you, I guess you've got to be thankful for that, you know. It's hard to, to, to be able to get that across, you know. Absolutely. I mean, I, I loved Apex, like, when that came out. Like, that was Thanks, one of my favourite albums of that year. But, you know, on this one, you know, tracks like uh, Contagion, I love uh, Amoral. You know, it reminds me mm. of like, like Killing Joke. Yeah, Killing Joke. Yeah, well, I noticed you were tactically wearing the shirt. Yeah, but... Uh, oh, tactically, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, yeah, I'm joking. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it's, you know, it's still very Napalm Death. You know, it's, all, it's, it's, it's insanely brutal at times, but, you know, it's got a lot of heart and a lot of atmosphere to it. And it's something that I, I think, you know, you guys do very, very well, especially, you know, over the last few albums. Is it planned that way or is it something that you guys sort of 
just let flow when you're writing these days. No, I mean, it has to it has to come from a point of spontaneity. You know, it can't mm. be calculated like that because otherwise it's just going to be a little bit, it's going to be leaning towards the artificial. And I, I don't want that for Napalm. You know, Napalm's a living, breathing, you know, spontaneous, band you know we, we're not a tick box exercise you know it's everything everything that you hear on an album at any particular point in time is what we felt as a unit was appropriate at that particular time you know i think this whole notion of which has killed which has ruined many a good band down the years this whole mm. notion of of written being writing something tactically to suit a particular market you know i just think that's a recipe for disaster you know, and it's it's and also from a pure um, motivational point of view, I, I just don't want to do that. I'm not motivated by that sort of stuff. As far as I'm concerned, the, 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 the stuff that we do is always going to be stronger because of its spontaneity. You know, I don't, I don't need to do a tick box exercise. You know, I don't need to I don't need to microanalyze why why this should have a hook this kind of hook or that should have this kind of hook not interested in that you know i'm interested in the whole experience you know as being jumping down your throat you know as an album so and that's the thing also like you mentioned you know it's it's not it's that spontaneity that you guys have have pushed through all these genre changes and shifts throughout the years especially when you know in the late 90s when it was all about the baggy pants and the backwards red caps and stuff and you guys stuck to your guns and you you were just napalm death and you know push through all that garbage and you're still stronger than ever these days sure i mean you know i, I wouldn't even i wouldn't even you know i try not to be um i try not to stand in judgment or be elitist about these things you know i, I understand why why things move the way they do in music you know but but to a point and this probably applies to all bands you've got to be a bit selfish when you do your music mm. you know that that's that is the that's the actually probably one of the only reasons for selfishness that i endorse you know is that when you make music you have to be selfish about it you know mm. there, there may be pressures external pressures sometimes um on a band not there isn't on napalm but there might be to conform to certain things but to me again that's a recipe for disaster you know you've got to do what motivates you first and foremost you know and and that there are not many rules for napalm uh, that we set for ourselves but it's definitely whatever we do has to be abrasive uh, and, and confrontational and quite simply extreme. If it doesn't hit those three points, whatever we do across the spectrum of extremity, which is a lot wider, I would suggest than sometimes people think. Yes. You know, whatever we do within that has to hit those three points. You know, if it doesn't do that, if it's a pale imitation of what Napalm would usually do, then, then we shouldn't do it. We wouldn't do it. I don't think so. I think it's that honesty as well. You know what I mean? Like you, you go out of your way to make those, those albums that are brutal but you're not trying to out-brutal anybody else. No, you know, it's, it's that sincere, what's, sincerity. What's the point of that? You know, yeah. What's the point of that? You know, that's that's just, I don't know. To me, it just seems like a futile pursuit to do that, you know. But the funny thing about it is that when you do, it's so brutal. 
<laughs> you know, how do you way to do just it? Can't escape just... that brutality tag, you know. But uh, no, it's all good. You know, I mean, mate. To be honest, there's a there's a simple way to put it. You know, I I I since I've joined the band, you know, we, you you when you first join any band, I think as I did, you you you, it is a bit of a struggle to find the sweet mm-hmm. spot. You know, your direction of where you're going, definitely. You know, but but since as time has moved on i realized that mate i just want to be in a noise band that's all i ever wanted to do you know and i want to make noise that doesn't sit well with people sometimes you know that uh that is very coruscating and abrasive you know and can sometimes be really bloody annoying you know i mean i i get a kick out of that you know sometimes that you know there are people that will listen to napalm that it just annoys the hell out of them and they just turn it off and and i like that you know music should inspire a whole raft of emotions it's not one thing you know it actually i i still get quite quite nervous and uncomfortable about the fact that you know some napalm albums have like really unbelievable amounts of good feedback you know and you just kind of like well where's 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 the bad stuff you know it's like (laughs) you know it's it's do you know what I mean? Does that yes, make sense? Absolutely. I mean, in saying that, I mean the the artwork for the for the new albums is very confronting. Like even for me, like I find it very hard to look at. Um, mm. But I know that you guys don't just do things to get a rise out of people, and you know, there's a hell of a lot of thought that goes in behind those things but did you feel it was going to be a risk putting that out there into the world and you know ruffle a few feathers no i I never felt it was a risk but i must i must address one thing and i've I've, this has come up quite a lot in interviews actually so uh, i i i sort of heard and saw a few things that people were suggesting that it um that it endorsed animal torture which is simply not the case you know it's not in by any any stretch of the imagination you know so so, um, so I, 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 I would explain it like this, you know, first and foremost, if t- take any animal rights organization, you know, if you, you, you see a leaflet, you know, if you want to, if you want to, if you want to get people on board, if you want them to actually understand what's going on, you will use some really heinous, heinous imagery, you yes. know, because unless people see the truth, sometimes they don't quite believe it, you know, whatever, however much text you throw at them, you know, it can be hard for people to believe. So that's hopefully explains one of the, re- you know, one of the reasons why it doesn't endorse animal torture. What it is, it's a visual, metaphorical, artistic type statement, you know, mm. and whatever you use on a cover, it should be, you know, for our purposes, at least, it has to be confrontational, you know, in that respect, which is different from just trying to just shock because you know it's going to get attention you know it has it has it has gravity and substance to it i think you know so just to explain what it actually is so the the dove is as an internationally recognized symbol of peace and tolerance you know i think i think most people know that you know the glove the gloved hand is obvious which is obviously has brutalized the bird and broken its neck and, and so on and so forth is is that's kind of a a metaphor for um oppression you know if, if you want yes. generally speaking yes. so and it's anonymous because of the glove as well you know um and then and then so there's a lot of negativity in the image but the positive things come out of it is if you look at the blood that's on the chest you'll see the the e e symbol with a circle around it which i'm not sure i'm not sure 
if a greater number of people know what that is, but that's actually the symbol for equality, you know, so that's a positive, like shining out of this negative, you know, so that that's just one layer to the actual um, whole sort of theme of the album itself, you know. And I, I, I totally get that. You know what I mean? And I appreciate you, you explaining that because I know, yeah. you know it, it's very confronting. But, but I get it. I, yeah. I, I do totally get that. Yeah. Though, you know, I do totally get that. But as far as I'm concerned, more constructive to have that than to not have it. You know, if that Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, you know uh, I remember the first time I heard you guys was many, many years ago when I was a young lad. Uh, it was uh, the Twist the Knife on uh on uh the mortal Kombat soundtrack when i was a young yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, was, you know what i mean rolls his me, eyes in his roll my eyes yeah i know you know but for me like that was my yeah in you know like yeah no i think it's a really you know actually in terms of the song itself i think it's a really good song you know i think yeah. i think the fear emphasis despair album itself I, I struggled with it you know at the time you know it was yeah. You know, I, I definitely wanted to move forward as a band, but it was a shock to me. You know, when I heard the music that, that Mitch and Shane were coming up with, you know, I, I kind of, it took my breath away, you know, and not to be honest at the time, not in a good way, you know. So, but with hindsight, you know, with 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 the years of experience, and, and I realised this some years ago, you know, it's actually a really good album. It certainly doesn't lack uh, brutality, you know, which is a common uh, Oh, it's, and, uh, yeah, but I mean, part of that, you know, was, you know, as I said, like it was, it, it definitely led me on those paths, but being on such a mainstream uh, release, I mean, that, that must've opened you also up to more audiences at the time. You know? Well, I mean, you know, yes and no. I mean, here's the thing. So yeah, you recognize it from the Mortal Kombat thing, which I don't know where that even come from, if I'm completely honest with you. You know, I was like, I didn't even know what to think of that at the time, you know. But, uh, um, you know, so that, that basically, Napalm Death was picked up by Sony Columbia in the States, you know. Yes. Earache sold us the label. We, we didn't have a choice in the matter. You know, we weren't consulted on it. It was a licensing arrangement. And I was instantly sceptical about it, you know, instantly cynical about it, you know. And um, I have to say this, you know, so when 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 Columbia Sony took us on in the States, it's only in the States, you know, um, I think the label didn't have a clue what to do with us. That being said, they, they did hire a, a bunch of people who were fantastic, to be honest. I mean, as individuals, like working for Napalm Death, and the earache label in general, they were brilliant, you know, fantastic, really great people, you know, one or two of which remained friends of mine for a very long time afterwards. But I think it, as with a lot of major labels, which was always my one, just one of my many problems with major labels, it gets to the point where they just get bored of it. They get bored with the fact that, the fact that they're not going to shift they're not big unit sellers, you know, these, these bands that they've taken. And it's just like a, like a child's toy that they get bored with, like the week after Christmas or something, it's just thrown away. And that's, that's basically what happened to us. You know, they didn't really understand the band. They didn't understand the ethos of the band and the way it was driven. And in the end, they just got bored of us and we just got cut loose. And you know what, the, the, the result of that, I would, I would from, in my opinion, was that it set us back 
a good two or three years. Up until that point, before they signed us, on Utopia Banished, which was the album before that, we were doing great in America. You know, we were we were we were we were plowing our own independent furrow. It was it was really doing well for us. You know, within the within the within the context of what Napalm does. You know, we weren't we weren't trying to sell ourselves on a particular angle, which is what we were speaking about earlier on. We were doing what we do as a yes. band. You know, and it was going really well. And the whole Columbia thing, as good as it was, we. The fear, emptiness, despair thing was a backward step in the long, in the medium to long term. It really was. You know, it took us a lot of work to get ourselves back up to speed after that. You know, so, so for me personally, one of the reasons why, you know, um, I wouldn't sign, you know, to a major label is just not, it's, it's just not, it's not constructive for no palm mm. death, you know. So, well, I mean, what I was saying is, uh, it made me a fan. And it set me on the path, and I went and bought your stuff. And uh, oh yeah, you know, no, I mean I, don't, side, I certainly, I you know, <laughs> it, it's not the object of the exercise yeah. for me to talk everything yeah. down, you know, because no, there's know. a lot of positive aspects yeah. come out. But overall, if you'd have been in the band yourself at the time, yeah. it was after the after the fear, emptiness, despair thing died down a little bit. It was it was it was well yeah I, I, I mean i i must admit i don't have it's such a long time ago now i don't have complete memories of of everything you know but but i do remember the 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 feeling of like disappointment you know after after and i i kind of i could have told you so kind of feeling in my head i mean i don't i i don't revel in that kind of sort of arrogance you know but i, I did kind of think that a little bit you know i must admit well, man, you're absolutely crushing it right now. That's for sure. I mean, this new album is is just phenomenal. It's just come I through. That, mate. It's a really it's a do. hold my beer moment. That's for sure. Right, <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm gonna been, use that one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's this year we've absolutely been spoilt by uh, you know great releases, but uh, this one's one of the ones where it's like, uh, here comes Napalm. Hold my beer. Let's roll. Thank you, man. That's really kind. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. Love it, mate. I love it. Well, Barney, it's been absolutely uh, awesome hanging with you, and I wish you and the boys all the best. When this is all over, get your asses down here for a, for a beer, that's for sure. Yeah, where are you, Bates? I'm on the Gold Coast. Oh, you're on the Gold Coast. I spend a lot of time in Perth because uh, like one of my, one of my um, um, ex-girlfriends is from there, you know, and so yeah. I did spend a bit of time in Australia, you know, um, while I was there, and uh, yeah. Ooh, so I've seen that bit of the coast anyway. So, did you did you come up to? I mean, you've been to Brisbane. That's where I saw you. Yeah, I've been to Brisbane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Beautiful coastline. You know, it's, you know, it's incredible. You know, I love it. Hey, man, maybe you should just uh, come down here. Yeah, move down here. You, you're close to the beach. There you go. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> Mate, don't tempt me. Mate, I'm such a beach nerd these days. You know, I, I, I always wanted to do it. It was, I mean, yeah. you know, I guess everybody has aspirations in life. And one of, one of mine on a very short list was just live by the beach someday. And, and now I do. You know, I live, awesome. I, I, live just, I live just about 10 miles from Brighton because Brighton was, I couldn't live in Brighton. It's too expensive, you know, but, yeah. but I moved a little further out and, um, it literally when you walk outside of here, it's um, take my bicycle. It's, it's a two minute ride down the road and I'm, I'm right on the beach, you know? So. Oh, mate, you're living the dream. 
That's for sure. Yeah, mate, I, I wouldn't deny that. I couldn't, you know, I couldn't argue with that. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, Barney, thank you so much for hanging. Um, I believe we're going to wrap up, but uh, yeah, mate, sure. We'll see you uh, very soon, my friend. Yeah, will do, mate. Yeah, all the best. Thanks for this. Anytime. Thanks. Planning on traveling this summer? Make saving at the pump part of your plans with two times the fuel points from Harris Teeter. It's easy. Download your eVic coupon, and for every dollar you spend with your Vic card, you'll get two fuel points. That's up to $1 per gallon on quality fuel at participating BP and Harris Teeter fuel centers. Download your eVic coupon today and save money at the pump all summer long with eVic and Harris Teeter fuel points. 